talk about friends. Country been down so long, it's a must I win. Hold my place like cast iron, won't break, won't bend. Stuck them racks in our all black Camuto bag. Louis V, Drake, Dover, Starch, Bowman, Pan. Welcome to episode 22 of the First Rounders. Overreactions, hot takes, and rants. This your boy, B. Willingham, a.k.a. Sergeant Gutter. What's up, what's up, everybody? This is King Leon, a.k.a. Ronaldo Leon. Rex and the Fakes is here tonight. Let's go. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Young Clifton, a.k.a. The Real Reggie, a.k.a. Dreams and Nightmares, but mostly Nightmares because that's exactly what this football season has been for your boy so far. Nightmares. Ooh. Nightmares. Mm-mm-mm. Hurt. So, what's going on? Good listeners. This is your boy, Specialist Rivers, aka the guy that was next to Reggie talking about them Falcons when the Eagles was getting in that ass. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Y'all boy, how y'all boys feeling today, man? Great. Feeling good. Feeling good, man. Feeling great, man. How about you? They're trying to get by this hump, baby. Just work. Uh, Wagon Wednesdays, baby. Uh, Hey, man. Wednesdays are dope, man. Wednesdays are comic book day. Wednesdays is the hump day. Get over that hump. You know, Wednesdays, what up? You know what I'm saying? So it's good. Wednesdays is a good day, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, this Wednesday is definitely a very good one for you, Morris, since since I'm I'm not going to work tomorrow. Uh, The rest of the week. So this guy. Never, he'll never be at work, man. He was, he was in Huntsville for like a week. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> okay. This guy. This better know the difference between a week and a weekend, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? Went too fast. Went too fast. <laughs> you ain't got no job, Tommy. You ain't got no job. Uh, yeah, young Tommy out here. It's R.I.P. to Tommy. Oh uh, yeah. So always, man. Like always, we got a, we got a, got us another crazy show today, man. It's going to talk about this college football that's happened this past weekend, week three of these college football, college football highlights. First off, I will say that um that Florida they played really they played really good um against Bama. Dark skaters. Even though they even though they lost, I mean, Florida might be better than we think think they are, and. I don't know if Bruh. Bama got exposed or not. Bruh, since I'm the I, I'm the I am the uh the the native local gator fan since shoot since I've been looking at college football. The Gators did I am very happy that the Gators did not get smoked by Alabama. It looked kind of rough in the first half, but they came back and they and they did what they're supposed to do. But when they scored that touchdown to get them to 29-31, they should have went for a goal line, power strong, put all the tight ends in, put all the fullbacks in, and ran it right up the middle, man. They did that option read, hold hold the ball in the bread basket until – for like five seconds. Somebody, yeah. hey, bruh, man, come on. This is this is when you put every all the heavyweights in, put some blocking on them boys, and just go right up the middle, man. Like, come on, we right, we right there with Alabama, dog. We right there with Alabama. Ain't 
no team been right there with Alabama for the last couple of years, dog, because they've been putting that thing on everybody. Putting yeah. that thing on everybody. It don't matter if it's out of conference or in conference. They've been putting that thing on everybody. So when you get close with Alabama, you got to go ahead and put that thing on them boys, man. So that was the only thing I was mad about um, uh, with that game. But, you know, they, they played a good game. And uh, it's it's a good uh, eye-opener for the rest of the SEC conference. And yeah. we're going to see what's happening. But, nah, you know, agree, that's man. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Hey, real, real talk, man. Real talk. Alabama is being Alabama. And I'm still riding on that Bryce Young Heisman vote. I'll keep going with it. I ain't gonna jump off the train yet. So, you know, let's let's keep it going, keep it going and roll tie with them. Even though I'm not even a home uh Alabama fan like that. I'm just a uh connoisseur of good football. And that's oh, so you're not a, right now. So you're not a Bama fan since two thousand and eight. <laughs> I haven't been a, I haven't been a Bama fan too. I just, I just enjoy I just oh, it's always been fun. It's always fun just to see them pop up everywhere, man. But you know, I just like throwing shade. I just like throwing shade at people who like Bama fans since 2008. I'm like, oh damn, y'all. Yeah, yeah, they, they came out of nowhere. Exactly. What were y'all they at that time? Hey, hey, y'all, y'all. They, they can't even tell you who Tyrone Prothero is. Oh, I got to know, but now Brody Croyle. They don't know who Brody Croyle <laughs> is. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Bro, that's 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 all you gotta do. Is throw that on there, like, huh? Yeah, you know, then just it's, it's it's the same kind of um some UGA fans out there. You know, they kind of butt hurt, but hurt because they ain't get in. Yeah, so, you know, they kind of they kind of you know, yeah, you know, get a little weary on the side and you know, rip the team. But I understand that too. But you got some folks that are like like said, jumping on that bandwagon right since 2008. I'm just enjoying what these boys are doing this year. Oh, like yeah. all the other years in the past, cool. You know, they there was some really good ones too. But this year, they actually, to me, for a person that don't really take um take even attention to Alabama, like my attention has not even been like sparked with them. For some reason, this year they sparked my attention. Like, okay, now I'm paying attention to y'all. So I don't know why I'm just gonna catch y'all game and see what's going on. So they did something with it. Like, like I said, man, like I told y'all before, before we. Read, we recorded this bad boy. I just want to just say, you know, make this a part of document this for history's purposes because this is probably the absolute most I'm going to give credit to the Florida football program and to Dan Mullen in general. But again, game recognized game. Dan Mullen's a hell of a coach. He might be a goofball of epic proportions. But the man is an absolute hell of a coach. <laughs> that dude knows how to make adjustments. He knows how to get his team ready for big, for big games. Like you said, there's really nobody in conference who's played Alabama as close as they have, except for the Florida Gators. He, he just he just knows how to, even though he even though he hasn't defeated Saber yet, he still has a. So he still know he still knows how to how how to how to get the team ready. He just knows how to make adjustments. So X's and O's. There are probably very few coaches in college that I could put above above Mullen. And I think if he wasn't such a bad recruiter, or at least a mediocre recruiter, because Florida, let, let's just keep it real, Florida was able to, you know, stay stay close, 
because they actually have been recruiting on the at like a fringe top 10 level. So Florida has talent. Now, I'm not going to get, get on here and say that Florida, you know, was doing it because, you know, oh, oh, they're acting like the sisters of the poor. They have some talent. But if Dan Muller was just a little bit better and able to take advantage of the current situation as is, he should be having top five classes every year. But I think, and that's really what was the, what was the, you know, the difference always when you play Alabama. You play a team that's been recruiting in the top three for, you know, the past seven seasons. You're going to, you know, get, you're going to just be a few playmakers short when it comes to, you know, some, some things. And you just have the thinnest of margins. And again, like Treve said, man, that, that call on the two point conversion is just more baffling because you just don't have that type of margin. You can't, I say, you, you really can't, you know, just, you can't mess around. I'm saying that you can't mess around when you're playing, you know, against a team that, like Alabama. Alabama won't beat themselves. You got to take it from them. Yeah, and when, that, that's true. That's the thing about it. When you take it from them, you can't you can't let your foot off the gas, man. You, you definitely got to, you know, pedal to the metal all game. It looked rough at the very beginning, but again, when Florida Florida found something in that option, they found something in the option game. And clearly, clearly, you know, caught Bama lacking for you know the majority of that second half. So. Like I said, man, they the ACC, I think, is going to be a little bit more interesting than they were initially thought. I think that not just with Bama, you could also say this with Ohio State. You could definitely say this with Clemson. You could definitely say this with Oklahoma. But the, I think the main, the Giants that we thought were going to be the favorites to make the college football playoff no longer look like they're, no, no longer look like they're unbeatable. Again, Xerxes, Xerxes bled this past weekend. That's really the main thing that, that I took away. If y'all, could, if y'all could get that reference, then then I'll mess with you. Then I'll definitely mess with you. But King Xerxes bled, and there's really nobody who you could really say is the runaway favorite to really, you know, make the college football playoff A and win the thing. Because I think since this is the hot take episode, I'm going to give y'all this one hot take. I think this is the year in which the ACC probably won't. The ACC probably won't make the college football playoff this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and that's as yes. I was okay. going to mention that about the, the ACC okay. right now. Okay, ACC is like a big. It's like a, okay. it's, a it's a shit show right now for real. It really is. Um, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I really think that UNC might be the best team in the ACC. I mean, but. I don't know. Like like USC is getting it together. That's no. what I'm thinking, man. I think, especially on, on this side of the bracket, let's on the, at least on the coastal, I think yeah. USC is probably, you know, the, <laughs> at least when it's all said and done, they're probably going to be far and away the best team, the best team on, on that yeah. side of the bracket. Again, Clem, where is Clemson's offense, guys? That's the thing, main thing that's yeah. really got me. Clemson literally has no offense. But their defense is good, but their offense. It's on a it's on a milk carton. That's where it's at. Yeah, it's milk it carton is missing. Somebody go find it. It's, somebody kidnapped it. Like something, it's gone. Like it, it's boring, man. Clemson not really showing off the way they're supposed to. But you know, I, I think one of the things you know, Ronaldo that I can't say that I've noticed is that they really miss having a mobile threat at quarterback. If I would just look at the times in which Clemson's offense really got busy, they got busy because they had guys like Taj Boyd. They had even, you know, 
Kelly Bryant, Deshaun Watson, Watson, of yeah. course, yeah. and even Trevor Lawrence. We don't think about Trevor Lawrence's legs when we, you know, think about you know his skills as a quarterback. But he did a lot of running and a lot of you know zone. He did a lot of zone runs, you know, throughout his tenure at Clemson. That's what really you know opened things up for him. Opened things up for the trip for you know Travis Etienne. And the receivers, man, they had a mm-hmm. true running. They they've had yeah. you know true running threats at quarterback that really opened up their offense and this year. DJ DJU, he's a, he's a stone, he's a statue. Yeah, and I really didn't, I really didn't expect. You no, know, they would actually fall this far behind. I, I, I was telling y'all that you know I didn't think that the transition between him and Trevor would be that would be, you know, as smooth as folks thought. I was really surprised that it's actually been this bumpy, though. I didn't see this for mm. I, I, I think he's – I think he'll get – he'll be fine. I think – I see probably like end of the – end of the, I think around the end of the season, I think he's going to be real good. But like I said, who knows? Like I said, I know – I know um, Trevor Lawrence, when he started playing, he didn't play too – he didn't play too well like the first couple of games or so. Then they just got better. Oh, and they, yeah, and the winner, Trevor was actually kind of. Yeah. I mean, good, he, he, I mean, I'm just saying, like, he started off kind of sluggish. Like I said, now, at the end, they, he, he was a Trevor at the end, but yeah. he was struggling like DJ, like, like DJ you know, Uyunga Lele now. DJ Uyunga Lele is like. But, but and Trevor, the thing is, we saw him, you know, do good in that Notre Dame game last year. It's like, eh. Yeah, I know you didn't forget how to play football. Man. It's <laughs> like, like he really have good. no, like he ain't got no competition. He just like this going out this plan. No, he's gonna, no, he's gonna be the starter because he ain't got no one to push him or compete with him. So that's where he messed up. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I think. Yeah. yeah, that quarterback depth is bad for him. Yeah, I think he actually wants something there. B. Yeah, that quarterback depth isn't isn't good. But I think what's gonna have to happen what? is Jimbo. No, I say Jim. I mean Dabo. Man, I don't know why I'm talking about that. We'll talk about Jimbo later, but Dabo, yeah, I think he's going to have to do something. Maybe he's going to have like, he's going to bench him like in the first quarter or, or or something just so he can see if he gets it. Because that's what they had to do with, um, with Spencer Rattler. That's what um, Nick Raleigh had to do with Spencer Rattler, um, Spencer Rattler last year. And look what happened with him. So. But, but Spencer, Rattler, Spencer Rattler's a shithead, though, man. That's why he got to get benched. He, yeah, he is. <laughs> It was like that in QB um in QB one on Netflix. It was like that. So yeah, like I said, man, like you said, B, he he probably just needs to just you know get a few few more games in. But the thing is, even with that, I don't know if y'all saw, man. I think one of their running backs, I think one of their better running backs, then Jay Dixon just entered the transfer portal. So you're running. Now I think that's the thing about it, though. The best friends for a quarterback is his run game. And they yes. just have not been a good running team this year. No, nope. they haven't ran the ball. They haven't been able to throw the ball like that. They again outside of the South Carolina State game, Clemson has only scored 17 points against F against P5 opponents. 17 guys. That's not good. It's That's not, not gonna get it done. That's, That's not, not gonna good. get it done. And like I said, like unless they they're trying something. to get into that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, but since nobody else in the ACC, especially on this side of, of, of you know, 
on that side of, you know, of the conference isn't taking advantage of it, it's going to be like an easy cakewalk until they probably play someone like a North Carolina. Exactly. It's actually, you know, getting better right now. And it's like, yeah, this is, again, so, so, so folks just need to find it, to find it quickly. I mean, they're still winning, but again, Georgia Tech, without that starting quarterback, Played you real tough. And their, backup, like the, their backup quarterback actually played played really good. Yeah, Jordan Yates. Yeah, I like Jordan Yates. Is nice. Jordan Yates <laughs> is pretty. Yeah, Jordan Yates is. And again, it was only a real good play by their linebacker that on the two point conversion that really you know prevented them from from you know say getting closer. Just like in the Florida game, man. But I think it was a good call at the moment. But the Clemson linebacker just made a better play. That's what happens when you you know. You have elite talent. You've been winning, yeah, and you're used to winning. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, you know how to you know how to win those games because you expect it to. You know how to. Yep. You have a culture of we expect to win these type of games, no matter the situations that we put in. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. But again, just speaking of you know, just winning, finding ways to win the situation. I just got to give you know we've been giving this guy a hard time, but I have to. Give a shout out to Scott Frost, who actually called a pretty good game against, oh, yeah. against Oklahoma. Mm, like that was a mm, yeah, that was a really good call game. Right there. I was hoping that they would have. I was hoping that Nebraska would have won that game too. Yeah, and and even with the Big Twelve, man, things are wide open. Yeah, like I said, uh, even even with Texas loss last week, Texas still is in that conference. They're still in our conference race. They haven't played any Big 12 games yet, so they're still right there. And oh, yeah. do you really think Oklahoma can actually uh, – would they really be that big of a big of a, you know, favorite over them if they played right now? I don't think so, guys. That's another team. It's another team in the Big 12 that might be kind of a sleeper, but I talked I, I talk about that later on. So, but I want to give a shout-out also to um, – the fighting James Franklin's with the um, state going yeah. over Auburn, but um, since yeah, we talk about Penn, since we talk about Penn State, man, Quakers, whatever happened to <laughs> whatever, whatever happened to uh, Christian Hackenberg? Oh man! If you if you brought up the name and you don't know, then none of none of us know, and none of the listeners. <laughs> Damn well, don't know who who, who you're talking about, bro. Come on, pretty sure was, I'm pretty sure like one one guy, one person who's probably like a Penn State fan, but just because they probably they from, they from up there, so you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's just a question that we need to know. Hey, so, yeah, hey, 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 Ronaldo was up there, so he might know. Uh, he yes. might know about him. Yeah, I know he had him. A, <laughs> he had him a, a, a pretty good experience up there. We I talked to him about that later on too, so. Yeah, man. Shout out to Penn State for real. That was a lot of Penn State alums out there. So, yeah. Yeah, Christian Hackenberger, man. What the world? Whoa. Okay. Right back. And also, uh, Fresno State with the upset over Oregon. And the real Reggie, you was right about Fresno State, man. Um, yeah, and man, gonna, yeah, that was UCLA. I, yeah, it was UCLA, I think, man. But yeah, that was another one. Yeah. And I want, and I want to paraphrase this too, man. Fresno State ain't no garden tool. Well, 
<laughs> that what you said, right? I just paraphrase it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I see how you keeping the uh the, Hello, old, right. the O's out of it. You know. What I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Yep. Listen, in case y'all ain't yes. know, we are over for business. Yes, we are. We are over for, we are oh, over yeah. for business. Anybody wants to sponsor sponsor your boy, Shut man. Up. We are open for business. Yeah. Hey, shout out to shout out to Jesse working at uh Felmark. Ho 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 Merry Christmas, because they already got the goddamn trees out and shit. Man, that's a, that's a, that's a pinhead, right? That's that's as always. As always. As always yeah, man, man. Man. yeah, man. Yeah, Fresno, man. Like I said, that coach. That's a good yeah. Watch out. Watch out for him, man. Like I said, I think he's definitely going to get get a chance at a big time job sooner rather than later if he wants one. And um, Oregon well, ain't no cakewalk either. I think Oregon's pretty. Like I, said, I think Oregon's yeah, oh, yeah. You see what Oregon doing. You see how yeah. they, you see how they moving on the fast game. So this you know, might that be, was a good yeah, little... This might be like you said, man. Again, even though UCLA they, they get upset by them, I think UCLA still has a lot to play for. I really think this might be the year that we actually see either a a Pac-12 team or B. That's another hot take for y'all. This is setting up for Cincinnati to finally, to finally be the first G5 program to get to the college football playoff. Wow. If, if that, Let's win. Cincinnati. If that happens, they'll be looking for a new coach next year. I'm just saying. <laughs> they'll be looking for a new coach next year. Hey, Definitely. I think that's probably the best thing about you know them going to the Big Twelve, Big Twelve in a couple of years. Oh yeah, Google can at least say you know that we I'm, the program that I'm at is going to soon have a chance you know to, to eat at the big boys' table. That's yes, always indeed. been the thing yeah. about why these G five programs have never you know gotten them because nobody respects you know no, nobody respects you today that the G five does. Even though a couple of years ago you could argue that the American Athletic Conference. The same conference that you know Cincinnati and Memphis was in, you could argue that they were better than like ACC just a couple of seasons ago. Oh yeah, you yeah. can make a good argument yeah. about that. So yeah, but because yeah. you know that because they don't have you know the prestige of the you know the the Big Ten, the ACC, SEC, Pac twelve, and the Big Twelve, they get left out. But again, Cincinnati has already started the top ten. They're, I think, what they're number eight now, I believe. Yeah, they. they nope, nope. Yeah, nobody in front of them is really setting the world on fire. This is just an instance where, again, just win, baby. Al I Davis. like that. I like that. Yeah. Al Davis school, just, just win, and you, yeah. especially you know, with them, they played Indiana, even though they, they, they mess, they mess, they mess around a couple of you know for a lot of the game. Speaking of Indiana, man, that's so disappointing because I already thought Indiana was going to be a dark horse, man. But Michael Penix is turning into the turnover machine of turnover machines, man. That was one of the reasons why I really thought they were going to, you know, do something this year. But it looks like it's going to be have to be Iowa that's going to be, you know, that that dark horse in the big game. Yeah, 10. unfortunately, it probably is. So. Yeah, hey man, look out for Iowa, man. Iowa got that, got that, got those um, got those those well oiled um tight ends and the well oiled. Oh, linemen, they they look, they, you know, they're gonna be looking yeah. professional out there. You you're gonna get you a couple of um uh, first rounders. Well, shout mm-hmm. out to the to our uh, podcast. But uh, um, you're gonna get some first. You're gonna get some first rounders, like some, yeah, some offensive linemen and some first and some centers. So you know, 
The tight ends. And the tight ends. And the first first rounders on Facebook, first rounders on Twitter, and we on Instagram. Let's go. Instagram, yes, indeed. Make sure y'all follow everybody. Make sure y'all follow. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, I can't can't forget about um. I'm still kind of I'm still kind of shocked about this. About Mike Novell still got a job, man. I really I really thought we was gonna get like a breaking news like the night after um Sunday like or Sunday morning. I don't think we're gonna get the um Mike Novell has been has been fired, but I still ain't heard heard but heard <laughs> heard anything else. So. I don't know what's gonna happen with Florida State, man. So, but I'm pretty sure. Hey, you know, you know what they be doing at the game when they do the chop, like the when they do the chop, like, <laughs> like the Braves. Yeah, them boys getting chopped, son. That boy getting chopped soon, soon and very soon. Ah, yes. yeah, buddy. He going to see the Kang, and that ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, man. Now, they probably, to be honest, they probably waiting for the right moves to make before they announce everything. Like they gotta have the backup, the coach that they want in hand. I'm hearing rumblings that it could be a certain prime time, maybe. I was just about to say they I gotta see it. what what um what prime time is looking scheduled I'm, I'm, like. I'm, 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 tell you, I'm, I'm tell you, honestly, God, I'm telling you right now, prime time ain't gonna be, and they gonna be prime time. I can guarantee y'all. Oh no! Oh, no, 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 prime time. Need to stay where he is. I can man. guarantee you, he's doing. He's doing, but he's doing good at Jackson State. Doing great man. times. He's doing great things for Jackson State and the HBCUs, bro. Period. He's doing great yes. things. He needs to stay where he uh, at, man. Facts. He needs to stay facts. where he at. He's bringing, he's bringing in money. He he on Aflac with Nick Saban. He on Aflac commercial with Nick Saban. He got Under Armour contract. When they played that first game with FAMU. They got off the plane with suits, uh, with uh, jackets on, suit coat jackets on. Um, um, Michael Strahan. Um, and, fam, and, yeah, donated. Michael Strahan donated the donated the suit. Bruh, he need to keep doing what he's doing, man, for the HBCUs, man. He don't need to go no, no, nowhere else, bruh. He is doing great for the HBCUs, man. And I hope he, I hope he stays I there agree. and don't get the big head. And go somewhere else, man. He needs to stay right yeah. there. Bro. I think, yeah, that kind of do make. Yeah, he probably, sense. yeah, he probably likes to. Yeah, he probably don't need to. Yeah, he, yeah, uh, he, he, he. But yeah, it's, he, it's he, crazy. He it's crazy back. because he needs to, he, he just stays seat. Like I said, he needs to definitely, you know, to stay as a, outside of the fact that you know what he's doing and an exposure that he's you know bringing, bringing you know he's opening up Jackson State to a whole new segment of you know college football fans, which is. Great. Definitely. At the same Definitely. time, like I said, he's just gonna keep funky or whatever. Everything that he's doing right now at Jackson State, probably isn't go isn't enough to prove that you can yeah, you could like do this at a big time P5 program. But like Tree said, I love exactly what he's doing. Probably needs to needs to stay, stay, stay where he's at because again, that's it's working for Jacksonville State, not not work no work, excuse me, Jack Jackson State. That's supposed to say, good God. Still, I'm still mad. Sorry, man. But y'all going to say, the boys that got that FSU at me. But anyway. But yeah, but since we're on the subject, though, I just got one thing, you know, just to say about, you know, all this. This is actually not just going to be about 
about you know Florida State. I'm also going to bring in the oh, man. University of go. Miami in this too, because I think it's a much bigger macro discussion that we need to have. Everybody and, listen up. And just and, and and the fact is, I think I've already said enough about you know why why FSU is, is in the position that it's in in the last episode. So I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say too much about, you know, the the situation behind the season and get it to the coaches as much as I would actually like to get. I'll, I'll just talk to the players for just one moment, man. This, 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 this is what I got for the players, guys. I know that a lot of y'all have seen numerous, you know, you've lost numerous position coaches, you've lost coordinators. You've been through three head coaches in the past, in the past, you know, four, four seasons. That is absolutely no, you cannot build stability at all if you're trying to, you know, have a program that's actually wants, wants to compete at a national championship level. You ain't going to have no, no stability. You're not going to, you know, be able to build anything because you don't have coaches who are able to actually, you know, establish and plant roots in the program. If you're constantly, you know, cycling coaches, you know, not even after two seasons. Taggart had 21 games. And it wasn't just the on-field product that got Taggart fired at, at FSU. The fact that he didn't know how to get his ship together behind the scenes is the reason why he ultimately was let go at FSU because the school just said that what he was doing was just not sustainable. You just can't do what he was doing and actually expect, you know, to not only build a good product on the field, but actually get recruits to buy in and actually get the talent to actually, you know, get you out of the situation. Because that's the main thing about it, though. The talent is going to be the main thing that's going to, like, get is going to get you out of the situation, ultimately. Because I swear to you, I swear to you guys, I don't think I've seen any other school this year or, like, in the past few seasons. FSU is the only damn school that I know whose receivers can't make a damn play. How is it that a school that gave us, that gave us, you know, Ron Dugans, Lavernius Coles, that gave us Peter Warwick, how can you not find a receiver who can make a one-on-one play? Anquan Bowden, exactly. You can, heck, heck, man, I would throw Javon Walker in there. How can you not find anybody who can make a play for, play for you? Guys, Wake Forest's DBs were playing man on them all game. Wake Forest's DBs were playing man on them all game. That should not happen when you play at Florida State University. You play at Florida State University, you should be the absolute be- the best at what you do. Not only should you be the absolute best, you should want to be the best at what you do. There are too many people who came before you who, who are, you know, dogs and made that program what it is to just have these current players just come in and, and just and, and, and just act like, like I said, man, they're just, they're just, they're just been a, a softness that's been permeating through the program. And you can't just, and it didn't just start with Mike Novell. It didn't just start with Mike Novell. It didn't just start, start with Willie Tiger. It was going all the way back to, back to when Jimbo started losing control of the program. But ever since then, there's just been this entitlement, no, no, no accountability. Nobody wants to 
step in somebody's face and say, yo, this this is not the way way you should be doing it. This is not the way a Florida State player should should be representing their school. This is not how you should represent yourself. Like I said, that you you were you were recruited there because you were the best at what you do. Now, some of these guys, like I said in the last episode, because there's so much instability at the coaching positions, and that you have you have a new wrinkle now called the early signing period, in which I mean, your top recruits actually sign in December versus signing in February. So when the coach usually gets fired in, in the early part of December, he has literally like two weeks just to salvage a recruiting class. And because of that, you're not going to get the caliber of players, players, you know, that you normally get if the previous coaching staff are still there and they have those relationships. So you're going to have kids decommitting. You have to scramble to find some bodies. And that's pretty much been FSU's plight since, you know, since since they fired Taggart. And because Mike came in during the COVID year, his first full recruiting class, you might as well call it a transition class, because they he didn't have time to recruit him. He couldn't go on the road to actually put eyes on the players that they ultimately brought into the class. Guys, there were people in that last recruiting class who's never visited the campus. You can't sustain that way. So a lot, of, a lot of these guys might not be that talented, but you have to find a way to actually get yourself, to actually, you know, have some sort of pride about yourself and say, you know what? I'm not letting the man in front of me push my shit in. I'm not letting Reg. Wake Forest bully me on the field. I'm not Reg. letting Jacksonville State actually show me how to play the game, game Talk of football. Reg, hey man. You talking about them boys ain't seen Tennessee Street? Them boys ain't even 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 been on Tennessee Street in, in Tallahassee, man. No, nah, my brother. No, nah, man, none of it. That's crazy, ain't it? That's crazy. That's crazy that I'm actually saying. That's the main street, right? Yeah, yeah Therese. It's, it's crazy. Tennessee Street is the main street in Tallahassee, bro. Other than Capitol yes. Circle. Like that, bro, bro, they haven't been yeah. on I-10. They have not been on I-10. Yeah. They have not, they have Ooh. signed people Ooh. in this last recruiting class I who have not been in the I area. I team goes straight through Tallahassee. Yes, straight through. Exactly. So so again, it, it, it just it just screws up your roster, roster, you know, for, for the short and the long term. And that's the reason, you know, that's really main the main reason why we haven't heard about, you know, Mike getting fired yet. Now I say all this. Because again, I'm not absorbing Mike of any you know responsibility. Because again, Mike and his staff is done a shit job of getting these kids ready for games. Let's not let's not get that twisted. This is an entirely shit shit job that they've been doing so far. But at the same time, let's let's just let's just keep it real. It's it's it's, it's and when you have a program that's been you know on the decline as bad as they've been, and you who's really just been been in the muck and mired in mediocrity and just playing bad football for as long as it. it's not just one thing. It's not just the coaching. It's not just, you know, the bad talent. It's not just, you know, your veteran players not buying in and, 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 and acting like, acting like, you know, they're still the shit, even though they haven't done anything throughout their careers. It's the fact that, you know, all it's all of it combined Two guess, guess what guys, two plus two equals four, but so does one plus one plus one plus one. 
and three plus one. Like I said, it's more than one. It's more than one. You know, it's definitely more than one. You know, problems. You know, that that, that equals the results that we're seeing right now. And the reason I said talking about this about Miami, you could say the same thing about Miami too. Miami has has again just just fallen fallen by the wayside. They have somebody else. They have Michigan State coming to their house. They came to the house, ate their ate their dinner, kissed their wives, spanked their kids, and kicked their dogs. They should really be on three right now too. But uh, somehow, the last second, last you know, second kick against App State made them you know actually salvage their season so far. But it's just really crazy because I was just talking about this you know not too long ago with my LB, LB you know Doctor Old Ass Demetrius man. It's just we grew up. Knowing that Miami and Florida State were facing the national championship when they played, and now both teams are probably going to be playing at 9 a.m. on ESPN the Ocho come November. It's just crazy times, man. Like I said, I just get ain't no other way, man. Just have some pride, have some pride about yourselves, and if you don't want to, you know, and if it's too much, you know, to play in the fishbowl program like Florida State, take off your helmet. Take off your jersey, hang it up in your locker, get the hell on now, and don't let the door hit you. Because, like I said, this is this is not the way. This is not the way that that a P five uh, that a P five program should be operated. This is not the way that P five players should be playing. Y'all gotta look in the y'all got y'all gotta look in the mirror. Y'all gotta look in the mirror and just say, you know, that 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 you're gonna accept this shit. You want to know what's crazy about that, about Florida State and Miami? They was put into two different divisions, and they was thinking they were going to be playing each other for the AC Championship yep. every year. I, I don't even think they even played. I don't even think Miami made it to have Miami ever made it to the AC Championship one year. Once, 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 okay. and, and, it, and they lost to Clemson like fifty-eight to three. Oh, I think I, that was like a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I'm, I think I remember that. Back, now. Back, I think back when they they beat the turnover chain. Oh yeah. <laughs> That was a Mark Rick was coaching, I think. Yes, it was. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. You would have thought they would have they would have at least played each other one time. They haven't played each other yet in the in the ACC championship game. So. Yeah, that's yeah that that, that 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 was definitely an extremely short sighted um, short sighted on their part, man. To talk about you know they thought they were going to have a yeah, like I said, that's that's one thing that I wish they would do to actually you know fi- fix you know the current the current alignment of the conference or just get rid of the divisions period but that's that's another you know topic for another episode so yeah guys that's just my thoughts on that man i said that just some things some things need to shake man and like i like i said bro mike and the bad thing is they're not even at rock bottom they still got to play syracuse and especially umass man they got to be umass i'm sorry like i said they have to be umass all bets are off if they don't win that game. All bets are off, Bruh, And they don't beat UMass. If Flo- Flo- you said Florida State got beat me UMass, yes. If Florida State don't beat UMass, y'all don't want to see the Gators at the end of the season, bro. Yeah, and UMass is in that bottom. The bottom sure. top is UMass is in the bottom top ten. So UMass, they- is, UMass is arguably the worst. Division one program in America. I think no, I think UConn is. UConn, UConn probably. I think UConn, UConn is, is. Yeah. UConn, but, yeah. UConn is now, but like the past few seasons, it's been UMass 
UMass waving that flag. So yeah, bruh. Like I said, I, I honestly think that again, Mike Mike needs to look at his staff and look at who's getting it done and who's not. I think he's gonna have have you know people on the staff gonna be let go before they finally you know put the axe to the head, man. Because again, you have to look at stability. And you need to get a good class in to actually, you know, make something shake. But again, just all bets are off if, if, if they lose the UMass. That's all I just gotta say, guys. Just, just don't do that. Just don't do that. Said, don't put yourself in that situation. You already did when you when you unnecessarily lost Jacksonville State. Not difficult to harp on that because that's one thing you're gonna have to carry throughout your entire coaching career, even if you do get it turned around. It's going to be on your record that you lost to Jacksonville State. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. So, um, I all, all I got to say is, where's Ronaldo? Oh, we're going to get with him. We're going to get with him later on. But, yeah. Uh, that's a tease, y'all. That's a tease. Yeah. Yep. It is. And, you know, I guess before I. I suppose we just got these um well we're going to start on the next the next topic, which is who's getting the dub this weekend college football for week four games. I didn't have this on here, but I'm gonna just put it on here now. Um Louisville plays um Florida State this weekend. Who do you who do you think will win that game? Who do you think who you, who you got on Reggie? You think Florida State or Louisville? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like I said, bro, I, I, I got I got the fighting Scott Satterfield until before the state proves they don't want to play, play, you know, to play, you know, competent football. And, and that's one thing I would definitely say about this, man. Like I said, and not to keep harping on this listeners, but I definitely got, got to say this because it looks like again, the FSU staff look like they they gambled and they might have rolled snake eyes bringing them Kizzy Milton. I'm sorry, the kid's a good story. I'm glad he's able, you know, to to walk after pretty much it was consistent around the medical community that he wasn't going to play. He wasn't going to walk again, much less play college football ever again. He defied the odds. Good for him. But this just isn't the team good enough. And I don't think he he has found it yet to 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 say that he's the best best option going forward at quarterback. Man, I don't. That, that's that's one of the reasons why you, you need to keep this recruiting class together. And one of the things that at least I can say Miami Miami has Miami he says Derrick King, but Derrick King we're seeing he might not be the same after that that ACL injury he had last year. But they need to find a quarterback and bring some stability to to the program. Period. Getting a quarterback is half the battle. And when you're and when you're not confident in anybody that you have in your roster, that hamstring what you can and will do. And like I said, you're not playing. And that's really the main thing. The offense has just been an absolute, you know, it has been dumpster juice so far this season outside of the Notre Dame game. Again, why are you trying to put the hands in your quarterbacks, quarterbacks' hands when you actually show that you have a good running game? What's going on? Yeah, I agree. Like I said, yes. Again, just get it together, because like I said, you might, you might think you have job security, but like I said, man, just fuck around and find out. Yeah, excuse the language, man. Like just go back to the wisdom 
wisdom of my elders. That's what my grandma said, man. I'm, it comes from when I wanted to, when I wanted to hover my hand hand over over you know a turned on eye as a kid. My grandma said, "Don't do that, cause you know that that eye is hot. It's on." But I still want to put my hand over that eye and just hover just to see exactly how hot it was. My grandma caught me. She said, "You know what? <laughs> Fuck around and find out." ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
but now he's about, he's probably about fifty now. So, but yeah, he's forty, like yeah, twenty years ago. But yeah, I was, <laughs> but but folks that would really talk about Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy is an underrated head coach. I mean, to me, I think he's a he's a real good coach to me. But no one really talks about him, probably because he can't really beat Oklahoma like that. But I think he's a good that, that, coach. There you go. I mean, he they turned do that. he turned Brendan Reed into a star. <laughs> yeah, and when he had well, he had on what's name Justin Blackman on the team, but yeah, yeah man, I, I thought Blackman was gonna be something, y'all. He he, yeah, it's substance abuse, man. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. what that's what killed him because that dude was a that dude was a beast. So, yeah, got down there in Duval and got with the wrong crowd. Yeah, uh, yes. exactly what happened. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> those Duval guys. I'm just playing Tariq. Shout out to Duval, <laughs> goddammit. Yes, yes. All right, the next subject is highlights from the second week of the NFL. But first off, how y'all do? How y'all doing fantasy football this week? Man, don't be asking, don't, don't be asking that shit, Brandon, man. You know what you know. Well, Rivers and Ronaldo, how y'all do? <laughs> Boo and who? That's Man. all I got to tell you about that, brother. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's another L, I believe. So it's not good. I don't like doing being behind two. You know, damn, I was losing trick of two. So I got to really um, really build my build my game back up, man. It's just I'm losing players that I can't that doesn't want to hold himself off. I'm you know, it's folks just being injured, and I am being kind of heavy handed with some of my players that I'm picking, but you know. It's it's cool. I, I I'll rebound. I'm gonna make this win happen this this week though for sure. Well, here's the thing: it's just the beginning of the season. Exactly. exactly. I got, yeah, I know. When I played, like I said, this is like fantasy. This is basketball. I when I was starting on when I was doing fantasy basketball, I always start off 0 and 2, 0 and 3. I end up winning like the rest of the games, and even like I win the championship. Bruh. So. Bruh, hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hold on. 0 and 2 and 0 and 3. Bro, it's like 83 games in a month. Man, come on, dog. It's 83 games in a month. Nah, we do it by like a week. 0-2 ain't nothing. Yeah. 0-2 ain't nothing. That's like baseball. You got 182 games, bro. Oh, we 0-3. Bro, you got 182 games in the season, bro. You got You got You'll be fine. <laughs> well, all, all I'm gonna say is, all I'm gonna say is, I'm getting into general manager mode. I gotta get my boys right up because, um, I believe me and Reggie are going against each other. So, um, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big deal right here, man. You know, it's gonna be like some bragging rights for the next episode. Game of the week. <laughs> I, I, I think so. It could. It, it yeah, might be. Don't let them. Don't let them come on the podcast and, and and talk and talk that craziness, man. Hey man, oh, you'll all, see man. him. Hey, see him in the streets, bro. See him in the streets. Hey, man. Oh, I'm, I'm 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 down down bad right now. Man. I'm down running back in the flex players. So I just got to figure yeah, it out. I, I was about to say, yeah, it seems like I'm I'm, I'm favored in the matchup, man. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna let that show throughout the whole week until the, the final final time. You can put the team together. So I'm not gonna show nothing until uh, Sunday uh well, Thursday, I got a guy, I got a guy playing, so I'm ready to go ahead and get somebody going now. Y'all got a bet? Mm, we can if you want to, my guy. 
what, 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 do you want me to put a, what, a San Francisco 49ers band on the next show if I lose? Hey, I, I like that. I like that. And I, uh, I put on a five. I put a five shirt on or five. Oh, yeah, you gotta put a five shirt on. Not only that, but he 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 has to he has to uh, find the one you know that's the, 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 that says that's the ATL F all y'all joint. Okay, I'm down. I'm down for that. I put I have I have Matt Ryan in my background. I had I had the whole little setup, man. I be I'll be ATL. You know, I'll be falking up if I lose. Oh, uh, yes. Right. Looks like we got something. Looks like we got something going on here then. Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> there we go, man. Another tease for y'all, man. Yes, indeed. Yep. Find out who gets what next week. But, yeah, for the highlights, um, I don't think I'll just really call for this week. Or a couple of things. Philly, they thought they were the truth after beating the Falcons last week, and then, then San Francisco, then the 49ers went up there and just gave them that L. Life comes at you fast, yeah, Philly fans. Very, very fast, and very, very fast. Yeah, so y'all, y'all thought y'all had something. Yeah. Y'all beat the worst team in the league. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, oh, y'all had something. And I almost. <laughs> And I almost thought that the the, um, the Lions was gonna beat the the um, Packers. I was gonna say, man, if that would have happened, hey, <laughs> Aaron yeah. would have been probably bench like for the next game. Hey, Aaron, hey, Aaron, oh boy. y'all, y'all, since we're on this, man, can we can we can we take Aaron's phone or just take away his mic privileges or something, man? Cause cause do something real crazy right now. No, oh, ever since he went to the um, he went to the the temple that on the strange went to man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dog. Hold on, hold on. You said ever since ever since he went to Kamatosh, he just yeah, man. This cat, this cat became a whole different type of player. Hair long, he looking weird. Like what's going on, man? Like he's playing, but then again, he just looking kind of kind of you know zenned out. Like all right, dude, like. My man talking about so yeah, f- folks who don't know me ch- ch- trying to you know speak on my name. I'm like, dude, you play with Jamaica Finley though, man. Jamaica Finley told no, me, telling people the truth about you, man. He's saying that nigga, you a terrible teammate. <laughs> oh, come on, man. He's just he's discrediting people that knows about the game. Like, come on, man. You exactly. can't get mad at people. He can't. He can't get mad. Played, at he's taking people that. People who played with you. People who played with yeah. you—that's the bad thing about it, though. This man yeah. played with you, man. So if anybody knows, he was in your—he was in your. He was in your locker room. You threw this mm-hmm. man touchdowns. Exactly. This man knows you. <laughs> exactly. I will. Okay, so I will say this though. Um, my highlights from the NFL games—I got two things. Old ass Tom Brady is fucking good still. Excuse my language, but he's still good. Like at forty something years old, that makes no sense at all. That's the None best way to describe it, Ronaldo. Like I said, it's not just good. You know, sometimes you have to, you know, say some things to emphasize just how, how much the thing really is, man. Yes, Tom Brady is fucking good, y'all. It's, it's just true. No, the, the stats that they, these numbers that all the sports shows are talking about, talking about how he's about to throw more touchdowns in his forties than he did in his twenties. I'm like, man, what in the world's going on? Like, this is crazy talk right here. So that's one thing. Like, he's still, you know, and that was a crazy game. And I know Reggie, you know, your, that game was kind of a, 
I don't know what it was really, but it was it was a ride to say at least. But that was a game to show off Tom Brady again. The Falcons to me, they played a whole lot better than they did um against the Buccaneers. They I thought at the first they pretty I think they had, um, they gave the Buccaneers a scare for just a little bit and then those two interceptions, they just pretty much did it for the for the Falcons. So I mean What's the, yeah. the, the what's the new head coach name? What's his name? Arthur Smith. Yeah, I think he actually he actually did a whole lot better um, for game plan that game. So I mean, he did because he was seeing he actually, going back. He actually court. played his first round number fourth overall pick tight end. He actually played him this game. You better. Um, <laughs> and but 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 real quick, my second thing is that also. Crazy as it sounds, Kyler Murray is good right now, bro. Like he's going. Oh, yeah. Kyler Murray is about. Oh, yeah. I, I don't wanna, know. I'm scared. I want. I'm bro, scared. I want to get Kyler Murray so right badly. In my they forgot that he was he was number one draft pick a couple of years ago. So. And he's 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 showing out right now. He's doing, man, man. Russell, he's doing Russell Wilson things right now. So I just hate the fact that he's in the same division as the Niners. Like, ah, yeah, get like you just made another Russell Wilson because he's throwing four four touchdowns and Russell Wilson. Is still that's my third one. My third one is that my third one. It would be like the best. I feel like the best quarterback wide receiver wide receiver duo right now in the football league is Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Tyler Lockett's been okay. Like, he's, he's they, they are every game they just been Batman and Robin. They just you cannot stop them. They, he's pulling out a ninety yard touchdown from a, from somewhere. So what that means for DK Metcalf, I don't know, but bro, the Lockett, they I'm, all I'm looking crazy. Like, so. I'm looking crazy selecting him in my fantasy, bro. It, it, it's looking crazy right now, man. Because really that that bread and butter is Tyler Lockett, man. Like, like they always been before DK Metcalf came even came in. Like it was always I'm always catching some highlights, and it's always Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett. So they just been together like this ain't nothing, and like they, they just showing off this year. So those are my those are my main. Big three things for NFL for sure. No doubt, no doubt. I guess my big thing that I took away is you know, hey, hey, the Ravens bike. Ravens might be back, man. E- even even with the injuries, man, and just you know, that was a really good game. Yes, I'm just about to say, man, that game was fine. That game was that was fine. a that was an NFL that was an NFL street football game. That game was straight with fine. throws and. Players doing impossible things. That whole game was like, damn, this is this is pretty good. Okay. I, yeah, buddy. Yeah. That, that's why. And another thing, y'all. Um, um, who, 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 who saw who saw the Raiders being two and zero right now, man? I, 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 I was just you know mess, messing around when I was you know I'm, I was you know <laughs> going to ride with the Raiders when they when they you know the Steelers. But now it's like, okay, win, baby, just win. The Raiders might be on the Southern out here. Al Davis saw it, man. That's the only hey, reason. Hey, that's, the hey that's that's good though. That's something. That's something that uh, Kansas City need to be afraid of. That's good to know. Yeah, I was about to say the AFC West is, is looking, you know, a whole lot, looking a whole lot, you know, more thing, man. And the thing is though, bro, if if KC don't go to the Super Bowl this year, man, they need to find a defensive coordinator, man. That defense is looking. I mean, I, we know Lamar Jackson, you know, and and you know they pretty much ran option down their throat most of the game, but still, man, they this is like y'all's fifth time playing playing them, you know, since since you know since 
since you know Lamar's been in the league, man. Y'all should know oh. what this young man's bringing in, man. But y'all act like y'all never defended a triple option before and, and throughout that entire game. <laughs> so it's like if if the rape, listen, if KC does not make it this year, their defense is going to be the reason, man. Their defense absolutely is going to let them down if, if, if they don't figure out a way to actually, you know, play defense. Bro, bro they run they run defense is looking funny in the life. Even Very funny, it's, team. It's, not, it, it's, it's looking funny in the light and in the dark because the boys <laughs> look like – who love? They Bulls never, they never, they never had a, they never had a good run defense anyway. Like it was, no, it was like when, they, when they won the Super Bowl, they had a bad, yeah, yeah it was real, real suspect. Now when they won the Super Bowl, they had a bad run defense, but it just got worse now. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, dang, y'all Negroes really regressing. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. But I'm enjoying it. I'm liking. I'm liking what's going on, man. Week three can show up. You know, it could be something different. I went. I went NFC this this week. Maybe next week AFC gonna show off a little bit next. So we'll see. That's right. That's right. Go Jags, baby. Uh, shoot, shoot. Hey, what do you think about your boy Urban Meyer putting out the apology message two games in? T. Oh, oh, he, oh, he really, he really rethinking it, bro. Every time he, hey. Bruh, just if y'all ever get to see a, a highlight of a Jags game, look at Urban Meyer face every time they put the camera on the man. The boy looking like he's about to have a stroke. Boy looking real sad out here, like somebody that stole his dog and his monkey. Bruh, boy looking real sad. He was looking real sad in the doggone preseason games, bruh. He looking real sad like, bruh, I should have thought about it. I should have stayed behind the table and just been a commentator like everybody else doing right now. I mean, I thought he was on. Um, I thought he was done with the um with, with head coach anyway because on um, his health. Like, didn't he fall out at Ohio State and they had to carry him and stuff? Yeah, after like, that, after that well, coach. Hey, hey. Well, well, no, 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 Ronaldo, this is the same guy who faked a heart attack to get out of the Florida job, bro. Oh. He, 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 might, he might have faked that entire family that episode of the Hall of State. He might have done all of that. <laughs> just, just, just say, you know what? I, I, it's I the big one. It's the big one. I I'm, I feel it coming. Yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> Don't let him do that on that. Don't let him do that Sunday, man. Don't let him do that Sunday. You Ronaldo, you had your, you know, you had your interest in weekend. Then you kind of went, went out, of, went um, up to Philly. Yeah, man. Yeah. Where's Ronaldo? New segment yeah. debut, guys. Ooh, ooh, hey, ooh, ooh. hey, 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 for sure, for sure. Well, in case you guys don't know, well, my fellow listeners, if you if you see once you start looking at my Instagram, my social media page, you see me all over the place with my games because I really rep for my 49ers. So. Please leave. You'll probably see me out there at the game. If I'm not repping at the game, I'm somewhere close by repping for the game. So this weekend, I had an opportunity to go to Philly, then go to the game, went to the Philly area just to go, you know, hang out with see a lot of my um, 49ers had a takeover going on. So they had an official tailgate at the Lincoln Financial Stadium. So, you know, we had a little area locked off to ourselves. We had some fun, some drinks, some 
some some some S talk, some you know sports talk. What we going? With how these boys doing? How the Forty Nines are going? And then what we decided to do, me and my girlfriend, we decided to go ahead and go to the casino that's right next to it. So for what we did first day, we just walked around to the stadium, took some good pictures, and along the way, give you guys an introduction to how the Philly fans are. And the Philly fans are a whole whole different type of thing. You know, you always hear stories how the Philly fans are because of their little rivalry with the Cowboys and how how eight eight shit they go when they won the championship and when they, you know, go off into the streets and throwing uh throwing um snowballs and on doing the Christmas games that hard snowballs that the football players like they were doing the most. So I got a little taste of how the fans were. On you know walking up to the to the stadium, I had my 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 Trey Lance jersey on, and I'm hearing everything from "Oh fuck you" or "Yeah, ah this ain't no this ain't no place, Philly." And then they do the Eagles chant. Had a couple of people moon me, you know, then pull their pants down and you know, show they literally show their ass. And the whole time I'm like laughing at like y'all, like, okay, cool, that's what's up. I love that. I love that energy. I want that same energy when we done when we win. And they were like, you know, whatever, whatever. You ain't going to get none of this. You ain't going to get no win. And one, um, one guy gave me a shove as he was going into the into the game. I'm like, whoa, okay. That's what's up, man. I got the, y'all got the energy out here for real, for real. And, you know, you're hearing all the talk, all the talk, all the talk. I'm going back and forth to myself. It was me and my girlfriend. My girlfriend's the same man, but we were just representing our own. We were throwing our own, just going through that fire, as you call it. And so going into the casino, Seeing all the Philly fans in there too, you know, then me and me and the old lady put in a bit to get, you know, my boys to win, you know, get that, get that extra little ends in. And we all caught the game and throughout the game, I turned myself up because I would say I would say this about the game. The game wasn't as as crazy as it could have been. Office was really sputtering, but it was still showing out. And we got that dub. When we get that dub, it doesn't matter. After that dub mm-hmm. happened. It was a beautiful thing because I had to walk all the way back to my 49er tailgate through that same little path where all the all the Philly fans is at talking all that ish. Guess what? Quiet. Wasn't saying nothing. But I was. I was talking all that ish. I was like, what's up, everybody? How you doing? How about that dub? How about that win? Niners. I was going on everybody. Everybody was walking with the with their heads held down, crying, shame. They're like, yeah, whatever, man, whatever. Like, oh, I ain't, I ain't talking none of that. I was trying to find the people that moved me. Like, they probably went to jail. But, you know, I'm just trying to catch everybody that was giving me the so I can give it back to them. I'm like, hey, I love that. How you like them apples? So, say all that just to say, Philly fans, y'all are fun. I see all y'all bringing y'all talk. Cool beans, just know that I'm going to still bring my talk. I don't care where y'all at. I don't care where I'm at. If it's a game, I'm going to represent my team to the fullest. So expect me to be at the opposition games doing the same thing as I do if I won't go to the to Santa Clara. So that's just how it is. We'll see we we see the next we we'll see how the, the fans act when I go down to Duval. Mr. Rivers, see them boys they when they play Jacksonville. Oh, don't come down with that bullshit. Don't come down with that bullshit, bro. Don't talk your ass <laughs> Right, you're gonna be floating down at St. John's. Right? Damn. Be cool, bro. Be cool. Be 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm always going to bring the love with them boys. Anyway. But, hey, if they want to turn up, I'm going to let them do their thing. Give all the heat. Bring that same energy after the game over with. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let me ask you this before we go to the next, I guess, to the to the next topic. Um, Overall, what how'd you think about the city of Philly? Was that, like, your first time going there? or? Yeah, it was the first time going to Philly. So after the game, right, we went to explore Philly. I went to go, you know, of course, kind of just, I'm still, I was going to put it in the Philly fans really hard. Like, hey, look, I'm going to Rocky statue with my Niners jersey. I'm going <laughs> to the going to the Love statue with my Niners jersey. I'm going to the the part that boys and men shot they cover at with, this, with my Niners on. Oh, uh, I was going to do everything in Philly. Like, I was going to go to the, the scene where they shot the movie Philadelphia with Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks. I was going to do a scene from that with my jersey on. He's going to put the jersey on the Liberty Bell. <laughs> I was going to put the jersey yeah. on the Liberty Bell. I was going to run up the steps, the rocking steps, and doing, doing the eye of the tiger. I was going to do everything. But I did enjoy uh, Philly for real, though, because it was a really cool um, really cool city just to be in. Like, it's definitely different from being down south. Oh, I bet. And just... <laughs> Yeah, everything is like a lot closed in for real. Like everything, just for, for whatever reason, they just like being close together. So everything was just compact and it's kind of like in between everything. Yeah, 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 it's kind of like that. Yeah. And um, I mean, but I can say the architecture in the city of Philadelphia, beautiful. Like it's just beautiful, beautiful. But you know, um, and then they had a cool little. They got a nice little sustaining area for their teams, man. They got the Philly, they got the Philly, um, the Phillies, the baseball stadium right next to Lincoln Financial. Like care about and the And of course, <laughs> I was saying Phillies? that to him too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I might as well go across Phillies. the street because y'all ain't got nothing going Phillies, on. Bryce Harper can, exactly. can kick rocks. Exactly. I'm, all right, Philly fans, I need to get together for real. Yeah. Like, I need to get them that baseball field together. Like, what's up with them? And of course, you know, going by the uh, the Sixers Stadium or all that, trying to see where um where, where my guy at, you know, see where, where everybody's going, see what where, where the folks that were Joel and B that, and see if, if if Simmons if Ben Simmons is kiting around there somewhere. So you know what I'm saying. So it was cool, but the, it was a cool, unique experience, good too. And I always like to do that when I go into cities and um when we play. So I'm gonna do that when I go to Jacksonville. I'm definitely do that when I go to Tennessee. And I'm gonna have some fun with it. So you gonna have some cool, you're gonna have some more segments coming soon. I'm sure y'all, I'm sure y'all guys how it was when I go to the other city. Stay tuned, you guys. Where's Ronaldo? Yeah. Our next topic is uh who's gonna get this dub this week in the NFL our um week three NFL games. Um basically we just did our uh, pick our own games. The game I chose was the Eagles versus the Cowboys. It's the Monday night football game. The Cowboys, you already know I always say this. The Cowboys, they they not them boys, but they're gonna beat Philly. Oh. Yeah. They're gonna beat Philly, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So. I will okay, I will say this though. I will say this as much as much ish talk that I I talked about Philly's um Philly's front front seven, still good. Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox is, is that dude, man. Fletcher Cox is still a beast. So underrated, guys. Yes, so Fletcher Cox is still a beast. That's all I'm going to say. Like, he still got it. And they, they, that never changed. Even though they coaching and stuff changed, that never changed. They front is still a beast to mess with. 
So, even, even though I will say, man, I'm, even though I'm a little bit concerned now that Brandon Graham's been hurt, though. That's the, so that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I really yeah. saw that, that he was hurt. Yeah. You see how, you know, what they're going to do to pick up, how they're going to, you know, and, pick up from the end spot. And hopefully they, they um, they could do, I, I see, I, I see how Jalen Hurts is doing, you know, of course he hit, he had some, he had some highlights too against us. You know what I'm saying? Like when him and um Smith is Devontae Smith. Um, when, when them boys, they, when, once they start getting connected, once they start getting that, that, that flow in, it could be a problem too. So you know, I, I agree on that. Be on the, just be, just be on the lookout for that. But I can see where you're going with your, your pick for sure with, with, with the Cowboys. But again, where's, um, where's Zeke? Where's Zeke? I want to know too. I want to know too. For my fantasy league, man, I want to know too. What's up, man? What's going on? Where you at, Zeke? Come on, bro. Yeah. Um, I guess I can go. I go next with my pick. I did the. Uh, hey, I, I'm shout out to three, man. I did the Jags and the Cards, man. I don't know about them cards. I mean, them Jazz beating the cards, though, because we just got to talk about how Kyler Murray just is on some Super Saiyan right now. And challenge and Chandler Jones ain't no ain't no whoop, you know what I'm saying? He's he's in that same boat too. And you got old old ass JJ Watt on the other end, but still, you got a, you got a, you got a legit you got a legit little front too. And then you got AJ Green showing off. So I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So I got them I, as much as I want the cards to lose, that'd be nice for the division. But I don't know. I don't think that's gonna happen. Zach. Unless they're going to show something different. I don't know. Unless they're waiting for the, this game to show. I don't know. I mean, you know what I said about Jacksonville? I think y'all should do I think they should, like, tank and, and try to get that defensive end from Oregon, Kevon Thibodeau. Or I would think. I mean, yeah, hey, know, they need defensive help, too. They need defensive help. They need yeah, major got, defensive help. We ain't got to tank. We ain't got to tank, bro. It's just going to be how the season going to go, bro. This is true, unfortunately. It ain't got to be no, oh, we going to lose this game because we're trying to get – no, no, no. It's just how the season going to go, bro. It ain't no tanking about it, bro. No tanking about it. But my pick, I got the good old Seahawks versus the Vikings. Mm. And I'm going to go with good old Russell and them to run it up again. Hey, man, if y'all got – if y'all got that, that young man at receiver on y'all on y'all team, please start him. Please start that young man because the man is catching – bruh, I don't know if he – I don't know if he caught a reception under 50 yards. The boys just – You're talking about Tyler Lockett, right? Yeah. Bruh. The boy, yeah. <laughs> bro, he is just running, and and all Russell Russell Wilson does is rear back and launch that thing in the air, and then that's it just been the consistent down. highlight, bro. That's been the consistent bro, highlight. Every down, week, it's the same down, thing. Down in his arms, and he's still running, and he scores a touchdown. He don't. He it's don't get always. tackled. He don't get nothing. So every time you see that little that little it, break into the game, it's always. Russell's right. throwing that ball to Tyler Lockett. Like, God damn, down the, down the middle, too. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, just just throw it to Tyler Lockett, man. Just throw it to Tyler Lockett and, and you get a touchdown. It don't, I know, it don't matter where you're at if you're on, the, if you're on your 20 or if you're on 
the deep uh, or if you're on the uh, opposing side 20. Throw the title like it's throw it up in the air and let it come down like a like a rainbow and it's a touchdown. It, it's crazy, man. It's it, it's real crazy in the in the first two games how he was throwing the, the young Tyler. But uh but yeah, I gotta see Hawks, man. Vikings ain't Vikings ain't ready. That's simple. That's simple, man. And the the game that I chose, I chose the the Saints at the Patriots. Because, because I want to see, man, if, if I'm actually, you know, going to have, you know, the Stones actually pick the Saints Who in the game. Matt Jones? Who, Matt Jones? But, I, but, 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 it's, but for me, it's hell no. Like I said, the legend of Matt Jones is still going to continue after next week, man. Like I said, give me the Patriots over the Saints. All right. All right, I like that twist, man. Uh, yes, this number is five 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 five. All right, yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, my favorite time, my favorite part of the episode, the pinhead of the week. And I'm just gonna just say some quotes. Quotes by this guy. He's the styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, willing and dealing, son of a gun. Oh yeah, sounds like Bill Clinton. Shout out, Prez. Oh, nah, not, not, not Bill. Oh, not, not Bill, Bill. Not Bill oh, Clinton. Or okay. not even, not, 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 Bill, not Bill Cosby either. We talking about Rick. We talking oh. about Rick. We talking about Rick Flair. Woo! Spent more yes. money on spilt liquor. Woo! You talking man. to. Hey. Guys, we really hate, and, and listeners, y'all, y'all, know how, y'all know how much we, we love wrestling and how much, you know, we grew up fans of this man. This really pains us to say, Pains us to actually put this there, but a little a little bit of background background of, of what's going on in this man. There was a recently an episode of Dark boy, Side of the Ring. On, that boy did that. That boy March. did that helicopter on the plane. Go ahead, Reggie. My bad. My bad. Oh gosh. <laughs> but but yeah, there's a recently an episode of Dark Side of the Ring called The Plane Rise of Hell. It's basically describing the they're they're actually overseas doing a tour of Europe. Based on the insurrection, based on you know the insurrection, you know tour, they're just going all over Europe playing shows. So they were leaving England, coming back to the states. They were playing, and, right. but anyway, and, go ahead, you know, man. Go it ahead. Was go just, ahead. It, it, it was just you know again when you have unlimited alcohol and and and, and a bunch of man children all, all all mixed together in, in you know the same in, in the same place, the results are going to be very combustible. And it's exactly what, what happened. And the thing Very is, sexual salty. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. You, you, you might get a little rapey, you know. The, the shit might be going out. Yeah, stuff that really shouldn't be stuff you really should not be doing under any circumstances. Oh, but yes. the, the thing is, the plane ride from hell has actually been known for a while. This is a story that's actually you know been been known for a while. But it's been getting new light because of this new episode of Dark Side of the Ring. And I think this is the first time that uh, that Ric Flair's accuser actually said something on camera. So, mm-hmm. like I said, so they got they got, you know, one of the flight attendants, Heidi Dole. She was, you know, Money. On, the, on the you know, flight, you know, again, just 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 doing her job. And again, you gotta have yeah, a, a, a bunch of drunk, you know, just 
Don't do shit. I hope so. <laughs> she was serving them drinks. Serving and, them uh, drinks. Again, like I said, again, just to, to not get into it, y'all, y'all can read it to it, man. Like what you said, man. Ric Flair was doing his. That Rick, helicopter. Yeah, Rick, Rick, he again, Ric Flair was doing something he that he, he should. He said he was doing it. And he, he said he was doing it, but he denied the part where he keep cornered yeah. her, you know, in, in the galley and, and, right. and forced her and forced her to, you know, to to touch him or whatnot, though. But but as bad mm. as that is, people, mm. one of the mm. worst things about this is he actually against the against the advice of his lawyers and his family and his publicists, he actually got on Twitter to issue a statement. And I actually, you know, I actually made sure that I actually, you know, caught this. At least you know, talk the statement because I, mm-hmm. I want to do it before, or at least to make sure that it didn't, you know, get it didn't, you know, get you know taken down by taken down by somebody who actually had sense around his camp. So I also actually saved exactly what he said said in the tweet. So I want to actually see that he's actually actually you know still. Yep, as of yep, as of September twenty second, at, at, at eleven o one p.m., this tweet is said? actually still still up. But what here's what the tweet said: He says every person that I've worked with has said not to pack, post a response. So again, mm. everybody around him saying don't post a response to this because he is currently being there's civil action against him because oh, yeah. of what he did. The helicopter. Yeah. That helicopter 20, 20 yeah. years ago on the plane. Woo. But, I'm, but I've never That's run from past behaviors before, and I'm not going to start now. And I want to clarify a few things. About four years ago, I gave ESPN full access to my life for a 30 for 30 special. They covered taxes, mm. financial issues, adultery, Ooh. divorces, the passing Ooh. of my child, and drinking Ooh. partying at length. Rory Kampf, desperate to matter for another 15 minutes, did an interview about it this morning. When Rory's lips are moving, he's typically lying, but one part of what he said was God's honest truth. I've never heard that he he had forced someone to touch his, again, just this is what it said in the in the in the tweet, his general. Oh, yeah, read it. it. Everything with Rick that was construed as negative, I tried to address it at 30 for 30. His drinking, his philandering, his adultery, his money problem, there's quite a bit, but never, at least to the people that I spoke to. No one ever brought up that he would force himself on on somebody. So I'm just going to skip skip to the last part of this tweet. So you know, in interest of time, my issues have been well documented over my 40 plus year career. The impact of drinking too much, which nearly killed me five years ago, has been told time and time again. The reason Rory or anyone else, for that matter, never heard stories of me forcing myself on anyone is simple: it never happened. And that's pretty much the quote that he that he has in his Twitter. Again, well, it's still up. Still up. But, it's the big show. No, but again, his people told him, "Don't put the damn, don't put, don't put a damn, you know, statement out. Just be quiet and let your lawyers do the thing." Oh no, nah. he was doing the thing twenty years ago. The this is what happens when you have a professional wrestler, you know what I'm saying, telling him to be quiet. You can't tell a professional wrestler to, to, to mute himself. You he can't just... tell Ric Flair to be quiet, man. Woo! Yeah, Woo! and then especially Ric Flair, the man of Ric Flair caliber. 
right. always got to talk. So, right. you know, he's going to say something. Say something. I mean, if the wrinkles don't say enough, man, good luck. Bro, he should have been yeah. done. Just like when it was, just like when we was younger and they had the old, the old chicks coming out there wrestling, man. Bro, they should have been done. Should have been mm-hmm. done. It was just, it was just funny to see them get they get they butts whipped by the by the young chicks. But bro, Rick Rick Flair, bro, he man, bro, it, 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 it's sometimes where you gotta listen to the people around you, man. You got to listen. You really do. Listen, man. You well, don't have to say something know. else after he the did dog, listen. He just not acknowledging them. That's all. He didn't but, listen. But bro, after the after the dark after the after that episode, and he said that he did do the helicopter, but didn't have to tell the girl. That is so damn him. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna always be in my head now, bro. So exactly. That, 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 stuff, that's, that's, some, that's some shit we really don't need. I'm not saying he forced anybody to touch you. I'm not saying he forced anybody to touch him. But he did some other stuff. If you didn't did, if you saying you did the helicopter and you out there after the fight with another clean, clean robe on and you ain't got nothing under your robe, but you going up to Shawty saying, "Hey," and you slinging your thing all around, man. Come on now, come on now. Yeah, come man, that's, that's that's lifestyles of rich things for real. You didn't did yeah, something. Like yeah, like I said, man. He's out again. Like I said, this st- the story's been out. But of course, you know, a lot of things happened since 2002. One of one of them is the B2 movement, <laughs> and yeah. you act and you act like you know again that that Me stuff too. Like ain't going to come out and, and ain't going to bite you. I'm about to say, say how, get on in this how is he going to get unscathed? That's the crazy part. Like, how is he going to be out? How is he going to get out of this unscathed at all? He ain't, no getting, he ain't getting out of it. The, he ain't getting the, out of it. He admitted he did it. He admitted the WWE he was is on the plane, bruh. The That's WWE right. has already removed his image, his image and likeness from their raw opening. That's one. Bruh. The car shield is in the process of taking all of his commercials down. I don't think they've gotten either one because I actually saw the car shield commercial with them on Raw, ironically, this past Monday. But I don't think uh, they supposed to be in the process of taking those I've seen, down. I've been seeing the car shield commercial. Been I know, but they're supposed to be taking them down. That's what I'm saying. This is what we're taking them down, though. So yeah, but I've been seeing it, though. It's like it's way before this came out. I've been seeing them. Ben seen his wrinkly ass on the car shield commercial, bro. Bro, he, bro, he, he didn't, yeah, he didn't effed up, bro. It, it, it's real bad out here in these It's gonna, it's gonna be, 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 um, it's gonna be kind of weird with uh Charlotte Flair moving forward too, right? Because she has a, she has a theme song. She has, she's going by the name. Period. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's, it's gonna be rough, but she gotta, she gotta make her own way, man. But hey, just yeah, tell, hey. Hey, talk to a son-in-law and get him a place in Mexico so he can hide out, man. That's all he need. Well, there you go. That's all he need, man. But the bad thing is, man, the fact up. that we still Rick, because as, as we talked about in the previous episode, Rick Flair was actually let go by the WWE. Like, I was so gonna he, bring that up. Yeah, like, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, is, the time, the timing is, is impeccable right now. It's just, it makes you think. WWE. It makes yeah, you think. Nah. Bro, ever since, ever since he left the WWE, this popped up right after that. So, like, okay, hey, they knew, they knew. Okay, they knew, hmm. he knew. They knew. He. But they knew, knew it back then, though. That's the thing. If y'all watch the ep- if y'all watch the episode, 
JR said that Ric Flair basically skated because he was a legend. Yeah. And JR would tell you what it is. Yep. Kurt Henning got fired after that. And Kurt Henning didn't sexually assault. At least there are no allegations of him sexually assaulting anybody. He just got fired with Brock Lesnar. He put his hands on Brock Lesnar. That's why he got fired. Exactly. He got fired. Mm. Scott Hall got fired shortly afterwards. Look, man, here's, here's something. Here's something. Here's something I will also say, man. WWE was also responsible for Valvin. Ah, yes. Of course. Hello, ladies. No meat. That meat, Mister Me Too, will be right on him right today. That's all I'm saying. Right. He was out there with the towel, grinding in the air in front of millions. Yeah, as far as you can from letting it be a porno. Is and then, yeah, to the furthest line in Greece, being a then, straight porno, and, and then, and then he got the um, and then he got the uh, thing chopped off. Hey man, that's <laughs> hey, that was classic, bro. That was classic, bro. You had the, you had the little, the little guys coming and coming and and, and cut the thing off of, of of another guy. That that that's a lit, bro. Man, Hilarious. it was the wild, it was the wild, wild west. Yes, it was. Yeah, well, good times, man. Good times. Hey, it's early early attitude. Attitude. I don't it's know. Honest. I can't tell y'all, bro. Early attitude. Early attitude very, era was very, also a lot of stuff, y'all. Very sleepy on Tuesday mornings when I was going to school, for sure. But I was Turn happy, though, at the same time. <laughs> I was happy yeah. at the same time. You and everybody time. else. I went to, I went to school was so excited to talk about that episode. We're like, what? Hey, Did you see yeah. this? As long as Hey, as long as they had a bikini contest that, that Monday night, I was good to go, man. Good uh, yeah. to go. Uh, yeah. And that was another thing WWE pushed to the boundaries, but hey, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, before, before the wrestling, like, the, I mean, the women's division was actually like a, the, uh, a wrestling real division. Rest, yeah, real wrestling division. It was nothing but just broad panty matches. That's all it was. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. Lovely. But, but I will and say Everybody this, had to be in the broad panty match. Like, what? Okay. Everybody. But I will the say this though, man. Every night. Um, we, we also need to give we also need to give, you know, if, if we could do like co-pin hands, Harry Dreamer would actually would actually get the co-pin hand of the week because mm. he's basically saying, basically, you know, he's doing the entire victim shaming thing. He, he he's doing the typical, you know, you, you know, somebody could get offended by anything. Like I said, that he was he completely has some, you know, tone deaf and and completely just terrible takes on everything that happened and and because of it, he's now been suspended from Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he, he pretty much, like I said, he pretty much is getting, you know, canceled because of everything, though. But uh, but it can't, but his mm-hmm. case, mm-hmm. He, des- he deserves it, man. Because, like I said, he really came off like a jackass in that episode. So, so hey, that's what it is, though. <laughs> and, that's, I mean, on, that's on him, though. It, it is. Like I said, but he deserves it. He absolutely deserves it, man. I mean, that's like I said, that's, that's your dumb ass for. I don't even know who the guy is, but just from, bro, you, bro it's, it's not the time to be shaming nothing right now. The shaming nothing that's extracurricular, it, it's not the time because you're going to get canceled and you're going to be on the outside looking in of whatever you're trying to get into, just like Everest. Just whatever like Everest. you're trying to get in, brother. <laughs> just I like guess. Everest. Down to Everest University. What's happening? But again, man, we talk about, you know, how these guys, you know, they constantly live their gimmicks, man. They they don't know how to turn it off, man. And somebody like Flair, 
who pretty much his entire adult life has been living this nature board gimmick. Like I said, you can't tell where Ric Flair and the Rick, Rick, excuse me, where you know Rick, Rick Rick Flair, you know, begins or where the nature boy ends, man. It's the same character. And it's unfortunately it's, it's it never ends well. It's a tragic, it's a tragic situation, and just tragic. to see these guys, you know, just tragic. They they can't they can't let go of of you know the things that that made them you know such such big it's just it, it's almost like a punch drunk boxer who just just can't let it go even though it's beyond their time and it's mm. just it's, it's just it's, just, it's not there yeah. it, 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 it it's, it's just not there for them anymore and they just can't they can't live with the fact that you know that they cannot be there they cannot be that in ring persona. For the rest of their lives, like I said, that they they not they they don't retire, they don't retire, and unfortunately, you know, it just leads to you know these we we see these you know things about you know these guys dying way before their time, or the sub, substance abuse problems and the alec and you know the the sexual assault allegations, man. It's just it's and it's not a good situation, man. Like I said, I just ultimately, again. I said we're not trying to take sides. We're not trying to take sides. We're not trying. At least we're not trying to give an excuse for it. We just was painting for what it is. It's tragic situations that that unfortunately had just swept up more people people than it should have. Anybody who did wrong, anybody who did wrong needs to be held accountable. But like I said, man, it, 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 it's, it's just not a good look. It's just, it's just, it's just mm-hmm. never, you know, good. It, it just no, no good, no good is coming with this Bro, at all. The Ric Flair helicopter is not a good look on any account, my good sir. At all, no. We did not need that in our lives. No, because when when you said that, I was like, huh? What? Say what? Oh Lord, Ric Flair out there showing this thing to the peoples, to the to the people that's giving out the drinks. God dang, Ric Flair! But he said he was in a dark, dark period in his life. I'm sure there. I'm pretty sure there was a few dark periods, man. Especially after he got older and couldn't couldn't wrestle in the ring no more, just trying to make money and then trying to get you know got your daughter in there and she became a big star. So yeah, I, I understand. I understand, man. But bro, you can't be out here just just out here wanging it, man. And and that, and that's literal right there. Wanging it. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. I agree. Dude, I'm out here Kang Wang with it, but Kang Wang with oh, it. Yes. Man. <laughs> and on that note, man. Um, y'all got in that y'all got in that closing shout outs. Hey, I got a closing shout out to to uh you know, young what how you pronounce it? Kaya, Kia, however you pronounce it, man, you know, my neck and my back for sure. Cause I'm all uh anyway. Um, yeah, man, shout out to her, shout out to you, B. Willingham. Keep this thing rolling, baby. We got some new ideas, fan man, listeners, fans, however you want to be called. We all first rounders in this thing. We got some good stuff coming for show in these next these next few episodes, man. It's gonna it's gonna be woo wee, it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be fire these next new these next few episodes. So y'all just keep listening. Thank y'all for listening. And uh, uh, shout out to my shout out to my parents. They're doing good. I hope everybody's parents on the podcast doing good, um, being healthy, and your families being healthy, man. And the listeners, 
Y'all be healthy, man. Tell your tell your families to get the get the uh get the vaccine, man, because you can fight it off, man. We just had a I just had a deacon at my church. Shout out to his family. Uh, I just had a deacon at my church. He was a uh he was a uh sheriff in our uh in our county in Muskogee out there in Coles, baby, Columbus, Georgia, what's happening? Uh, he was out there and uh, he was out there for 19 years, but he just passed away from uh, COVID-19, man. So, man, shout out to his family. Shout out, shout out to my church family, Fourth Street Missionary Baptist Church in Columbus, Georgia, man. We just, uh, he was a deacon there and uh, he was a great man in the community, man. So just shout out to everybody he touched and uh, shout out to his family for real. That's it. Thanks for letting us know that tree. Thanks for letting us know, man. But I'd like to give a shout out to, of course, you know, the the, the you know founder of the pod, Brandon Willingham, and, and the rest of my esteemed, esteemed you know, co-host. I'd like to give a shout out to Andre Johnson, Anquan Bolden, Marcus Ware, Devin Hester, Steve Smith for making the at least the initial cuts for the Hall of Fame. Nomination. Don't forget, don't forget Steve Steve Smith Senior. Yeah, it was Steve Smith. Yeah, Dev, yeah, it was that Dev Hester Steve Smith. Yeah, that's their first time all on the ballot. Shout out to them. I said there's like 122 nominations. So I can shout all of y'all out, man. But uh, when the finalists are, are announced, man, we can definitely talk about it further, man. But I will say one thing though: get get Reggie Wayne and Tory Holt into the Hall of Fame this time, man. This is a, this is their second time on the ballot, man. They've been should have been in the Hall of Fame, so get rid of Manny Torrey holding the ballot this time, man. It's a shame that they're not there yet. That's what I'm saying, Ronaldo. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's a crime shame. It really is. Because those boys right there just evolutionized the game, really, but hey, hopefully get them boys in there soon. So here go my shout-outs to everybody, man. Shout-outs to all, all the listeners, the first-rounders. Thank y'all for coming in, joining in now. Please go back to our, our uh, episodes, early episodes, and see the beginning stages of us. Definitely continue to listen to us as we move forward. I can't wait to see these ideas come out. We've really got a group, great group of people that's behind us that's going to like make this really big. So I'm very excited to be part of something like this. So definitely shout out to you guys for show. Reggie Tariq, E. Willingham for show. Let's, let's, let's make this happen for real, man. I can't wait to see See the big thing popping from moving forward, man. Roger that. Well, can't. Yeah, man. Wait. Very, very exciting times. Listeners, can't wait, man. Very exciting times coming up, you know, sooner yeah, rather than later. Yes, indeed. Sooner later yeah. with the first rounders, man. So, so my only my only big thing for you listeners, man, is to, is to, is to interact. You, you're, you're part of the group in Facebook. Holler at us, you know, put, um, make, some, make some noise in the group, ask some questions, put some ideas in the air. This is y'all. This is y'all. Y'all trying to interact with us, so we want to make it better. So let's make it happen with y'all involvement, so we can have everybody in this thing. So I can't I, wait to see that happen. So ah uh, yeah, um, we here for the people. And I guess my oh, really big special shout out to Denzel um, Washington. He got this dope video movie coming out called um, Trials of Macbeth. It was like a uh, it was a preview tour for Apple TV. It's coming out next year, but it looked fire. So I'm like, all right, let's go. It's all black and white, and it's just. I think we might have lost Ronaldo. Very well. 
Oh, yes. Where's where's Ronaldo now? Yes, I know. That's real. He's moving for sure. Yes, he is. Okay. He is moving for sure. And yeah, it looks like Ronaldo, he having a little technical difficulty. I'm just going to do my shout-outs. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my homegirl, my homegirl Tamiria, for making the um, some first-rounders merchandise. Yes. Yes. Got the shirt right here. So. Oh, yep. And got the mug to go with it. Then I got a young mug. Too, so. You have to take yes. a picture and put it on the Instagram and the Instagram. Oh, yeah. They got some already on there, so but I'm gonna keep posting more on yeah. there. So. Oh, yeah, man. We and like I said, man. Said, exciting quit. things. <laughs> exciting yes, things, man. guys. Spread the words, man. It's a yeah. merch coming soon. Yep. I thought we was playing, huh? I thought we was playing. We got, and, we got a lot of stuff. And, lot of stuff. and also, make sure y'all follow her um, page on Instagram. It's called Made Custom by Town. So it's like M A D E. It's M A D E C U S T O M B Y T A M on Instagram. And also, make sure y'all subscribe to us on Apple. Apple Podcast, Spotify, we got SoundCloud, all three of them. And coming soon, we got trying to uh, do something on YouTube. So we're gonna we're gonna expand the other Ah, we're gonna expand the other, you know, podcast platforms too, man. I'm saying we you catch us, we catch us on Stitcher, we catch us on the Google Podcast, catch us on Audacity Odyssey, rather. You know, so yeah, man, we're gonna be out here. Oh yeah. And also, we um, just created a new a Twitter, Twitter. A Twitter page last night. Twitter. And probably yeah, in the baby. future, hopefully sometime in the future, I'm going to try to get it on Snapchat, too. Ah, uh, yes. That's, yeah. I didn't even know people still use Snapchat. Uh, yeah. They said she, she, she got that snapper. But anyway. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, all right, know. All right, Rick Flair. All right, Rick Flair. All right, Rick coming soon. And, and on that note, on that note, hope y'all enjoyed this show. And we definitely. Hold on. And we, but, but, but before before we go, be before we go, right, man, man, we also need to you know, we also need to you know, clue the listeners in because we got we got something special coming up for you know the next the oh, next yeah, two I episodes. Forgot, I forgot all about that. We got the we got the episode twenty three coming up. There. For MJ, for Michael Jordan, episode twenty four coming up too for Kobe. So be on the yeah. lookout for that. I'm I'm completely man. I don't know which one I want better. I have my. I don't know which one I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be Kobe or it's gonna be uh, Jordan. I don't oh, know I'm having my. I'm having my UNC jersey on. Of course, you join jersey. So you know. So we going to. Oh yeah. So we going to. Yeah. Especially with NBA training camps coming up too. Oh, this NBA training camps just beginning, man. We're going to. In fact, y'all, we're actually going to, you know, make the episode separate. We're still going to get the regular, you know, episodes, you know, dealing with the sports world. But we're going to just have episodes 23 and 24 dedicated to, you know, some of the greatest who, who've ever donned a jersey. So be on the lookout, you know, for, for the regular shows, that, for, for our regular shows. But just for episode 23 and 24. We're dedicating them, you know, to to the to you know, well, not the memory of Mike, man. Mike's alive, man, but definitely the memory of Kobe Bryant. Oh yeah, the memory. We'll definitely, you know, oh, 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 definitely share our favorite Mike moments. Oh, some memories that we gonna we gonna bring up. 
We just need to listen to it, man. If if y'all don't, if y'all don't, if, it, hey, it's all memories, man. Every it's things that happened. It, it just things that happened, dog. That's all. That's all we. That's all we saying. I mean, that's all I'm gonna say. Hey, the rest of these guys ain't with me on it. But hey, man, it happened. It happened, and it was a good. It was a good thing for comedy. That's that's all. I, I, I just got comedy coming. I really just got comedy. Ah, uh, yeah, we want the comedy. <laughs> comedy. Oh, damn. Hey, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, no, we, we're gonna be yeah. rotating a new. <laughs> Before we get into any more trouble, I hope y'all enjoyed this show, and we definitely will holler at y'all later. Peace. Y'all be easy, people. Yo. Meditate, sell the things that I cannot change. Like I never sell my ass or my soul for fame. I'm so player, pimp tight, real kosher. I'm devil near. Don't need no deal or exposure for the nation.